Hi, I'm Carolyn, and welcome to Generation Overwhelmed, a podcast for Gen Zers like myself to talk about issues that make us feel, you guessed it, overwhelmed. Today, we're continuing our discussion about TikTok. Join my fellow journalism and music friend, Adam, as we talk about the negative sides and the dark trends on TikTok, but we also talk about how this app has brought him and his parents closer together. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves to our listeners? You can share anything you want about yourself, anything you want them to know. Well, my name is Adam Cherian. I am a UT student, a journalism major, senior, and Generation Z TikTok user. Do you remember when and why you first downloaded TikTok? Um, well, at first I thought, TikTok was really stupid. Obviously, I in 2019, my like family and like friends were on it a lot. Mostly just like my siblings and stuff. And I saw that they liked stuff, but I didn't think any of it was funny. And then once everything shut down in 2020, I thought, okay, this is probably like fun. Like I, I don't have anything else to do. So I just downloaded it and I don't post on it at all, but I didn't think it would take over my life in the way it has. Um, but it, uh, it, it completely is, it's just, it's giving me a personality, interests, literally anything that's interested me in the last two years is most likely from TikTok. All right. Awesome. Yeah. I, I was the same way. I was like, this is stupid. And then quarantine happened. I was like, yeah, I need to, I need to get this out. So you said that you find a lot of interests on there. What what does your for you page look like? Are you on like a certain side of TikTok or multiple? I don't know how to describe it because the the way the TikTok algorithm works, it literally it like curates like you and your interest. And I've never obviously I've never seen any social media do anything like that. I would say my for you page is a lot of information stuff i don't get like the stupid like dances or you know sorry i don't get like the dancing and the other stuff (laughs) but i get a lot of you know information i learn a lot about history from there um obviously in 2020 i learned there was a lot of you know tiktoks on anti-racism right now i'm getting a lot about diseases like monkeypox and just a lot of epidemiologists on there in terms of like stuff that I find funny, I don't, I don't really know. My TikTok is actually filled with a lot of just like people reposting videos on the internet already. Just very like dumb memes of like, I don't, the only person that comes to mind right now are just like old videos of this YouTuber named Trisha Paytas, where they like, where they, they repost a video of it and then it'll just be a meme. It's like me when I like, I forget to eat breakfast in the morning and it's just like her saying something stupid. But I also follow some influencers now. <laughs> I don't really know their names, honestly. I just kind of follow them. But in terms of just like my For You page, I just get a lot of comedy, a lot of information, and a lot of new stuff. I would say, obviously, because of my career and my career path, I get a lot of different TikTok accounts trying to make news content on there as like their own independent creators. Those are typically like what I would see on my For You page. So when you say you're career path do you have a specific job or like area in mind i i want to go into music journalism obviously that's why i'm with afterglow and i get a lot of 
TikToks about just different kinds of different things that are in the headlines with artists, um, different music. I like to share music reviews. I've been getting a lot actually. And then there's also, you know, there's also like the other aspect of news. Like right now it's like I'm getting a lot of TikToks about China and Taiwan, monkeypox. But in terms of like my specific field, I've noticed that TikTok has really curated music content for me because I, I they understand that that's my interest. Um, and it helps me because it actually gives me a lot of information about stuff I don't know. I learn stories behind songs, stories behind artists, artists I may have not known before if it wasn't for the TikTok algorithm. That's really, that's really like what's on my For You page in terms of just like news content. Yeah, I'm... I am also interested in music journalism and yeah, I've gotten so many TikToks where it's like, oh, if you're seeing this video, like check out our, our new song, like our new indie folk song that's about to come out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get that. I also get, um because I like to specify in like pop music. So I'll get like a lot of these like really interesting um, creators. I really wish I knew their names off the top of my head. I'm sorry. No um, worries. But I'll get like like the story behind Beyonce writing this song and it's like older. Um, I also get a lot of, I get a lot of content surrounding music when it's like older music too. I've noticed that they don't really push a lot of um, like newer stuff on me, to me because my interest tends to lie into like, you know, 90s, 80s, 2000s, 2010s even, like that kind of like older generation music. But there's also artists that I like too, like, Mitski, for example, I'll get like a lot of, you know, TikToks revolving around, you know, just jokes around like Mitski fandom. They're all very much fandom based too. I forgot to add that. I have a lot of, um, they kind of curate, they know like what, what you're a fan of or not. So there's like Mitski, like Beyonce. Yeah, awesome. I, I know there's just so many, so I, many sides, algorithms, what you, whatever you call it on TikTok. So I was looking back at our text and I know that you said you'd love to talk because your entire vocabulary is only TikTok sounds. So, um, which I'm, I'm also a victim of that. So I'd love for you to elaborate on that. Like if you have some sounds or TikTok slang that you find yourself disusing all the time, or if you have a funny story where someone just didn't understand what you were saying, anything like that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I. You know, it's just funny just because a lot of my friend groups, because how the way the TikTok algorithm works and the stuff that I send my friends, it kind of ends up, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a virus spread where it's like, I'll see something dumb and I'll start saying it a lot and then I'll send it to them and then it'll take over their entire For You page. So we kind of have like vocabulary and like jokes and punchlines that kind of revolve around the use of these TikTok sounds and specifically like understanding the context of these sounds. One thing that I always say is the girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. Be fucking for real right now. There's that. Uh, <laughs> I know. There's... Before this, I was looking. I was like, like, what sound did I save or something? There's, there was yeah. one. Where, like, I can't see. Like, bitch, I'm blind. <laughs> it's yeah. like, ignoring all the yeah. red flags because he's cute. And I was like, yeah. I yeah, just, there's, um, there's that one. There's, um... That one's really funny. <laughs> Bitch, I can't fucking see. Bitch, I can't see. <laughs> um, I just had one. It it fled my mind. Not not too not too fucking much, y'all. Not too fucking much. <laughs> there's 
it's just like fun little things that you say where you would you say it and the thing is it's like only like 12,000 people will really understand what you're saying mm-hmm. and you know with my mom and my family I'll send like a lot of like really stupid like TikTok stuff and my mom and dad they're on TikTok like they love it they think it's funny and they think it's the best app ever and even then they won't understand it just because our for you pages are so different you said that you use um, TikTok sounds a lot when you're speaking. Do you ever like use them when you're you're texting? Oh, I say slay a lot. That's probably just a gay thing though, but it's like <laughs> Yeah, well, I was thinking about that because slay, like that was definitely a thing before TikTok, but I just feel like some TikTok sounds I don't know. TikTok just I can't I feel no, like you landed that word. I remember when I was like watching YouTube. Because I honestly think, like, a lot of TikTok content and, like, jokes and stuff and just the content itself is nothing without YouTube and its impact, obviously, on internet culture. So I remember, like, I heard, I learned a lot about, like, gay lingo specifically from, like, videos. There was this YouTuber named Kinsley that I used to watch in, like, 2013 where he, like, was like, here's what T means, here's what slay means. Like, just stuff like that, just being, like, a young, like, gay kid on the internet. It's interesting, they do kind of uh, incorporate a lot of that and like, because I I noticed there's been a really big resurgence with Slay. Could also be because, you know, Beyonce kind of did like a resurgence with it in like 2016, but that's just my music journalism mind (laughs) going at work. But um, no, I noticed like Slay. Um, The bad side though is that I I had noticed like a lot of like, I mean bad, I don't know. I've noticed that a lot of like, like, just like people like using like slurs and stuff are um, resurgence on TikToks, like people using like F slur for gay people. That like has resurged like a lot on TikTok. Whereas like before I would not see people say that because they know better not to just, they know better not to just like say things like that. So there's that aspect, but you know, um, also the way that like TikTok, like, like, brings back a lot of stuff like they bring back a lot of like older culture that i've noticed that just by virtue of having so many people on the app and just things like catching on yes definitely and and what you said about you know those slurs these more negative things kind of isolating that really reminded me that you know it's it's super fun for your algorithm to be super specific but i feel like there's also a danger in that because if negative things like slurs are going around and you're like oh, it's, it's on my For You page. Like everyone else thinks this is yeah. normal, like fine. So yeah, maybe maybe that's something to warn about <laughs> For You page being kind of like a, like a bubble. Well, yeah, it's like, it, it is definitely because I remember researching and please, this is not, this is me. I don't know if this is real. <laughs> it's probably real, but I, I just don't remember where I got it from. But I remember researching how TikTok works is that they put you into like smaller and smaller holes on the internet. So, for instance, someone like my parents were, and I mean, this goes into the politicalness of it. My parents, they were not very, they were very liberal. They weren't really conservative, but they did have, like, conservative leanings. They're fully in leftist TikTok now. They dig, like, a deeper, deeper hole for them to, like, go into because the more you like the content, the more polarizing the content you get. And then it kind of puts you in, like, another branch so I kind of view TikTok algorithms and people's for you pages as like, we're all kind of like on different branches that like they intermingle with each other in some ways, but you're, you have kind of a very unique 
um but kind of like a fingerprint honestly also yeah sorry just the thought of like parents on tiktok just cracks me up how old are your parents if you don't mind me asking oh of course my mom they've been on tiktok for like a year now but my okay. mom just turned 55 and then my dad's 53 okay. um so they're in their like mid 50s now it's really interesting you know it's nice we find stuff to relate to on tiktok because i said my parents like a lot of political stuff or just you know funny stuff my mom loves political stuff like a lot but she also loves like stupid like cat videos and like animals yeah. <laughs> it's just i think tiktok has a lot of negatives but there is a lot of positives like especially because i remember during 2020 we disagreed on a lot of stuff they're not conservative christians in the way that they would be not accepting of me at all there were like already similarities there but they've Fully, I've noticed a lot of our arguing has completely gone away just because they they're getting new perspectives on TikTok. Because TikTok, what it does is it shows stories of people that you would not know these stories of. Yeah, that that's awesome to hear that that's brought y'all closer together. Thank you for sharing all of that. Speaking of TikTok being a bubble and bringing in your parents closer together, I know that content that me and my friends watch a lot on TikTok. It seems to be kind of coping through whatever you call a dark situation like through humor have you noticed videos like that or do you think that tiktok has maybe impacted the way that you deal with things like i know i just went through a breakup and i was like i have so much tiktok content it doesn't make me sad anymore like it's just funny to me (laughs) a lot of my for you page as well is you know just gay dating just in general with men i get a lot of stuff about like safety things there is a lot of humor about it where they're just like oh like a hookup just stole from me or whatever like they just stole something from my apartment they just make like a joke about it um i don't remember being on my phone as much as i am with tiktok like i feel like i always have something to do on my phone now and that is definitely very negative it it, it kind of helps me when i'm really bored but when i'm really bored i could be doing something productive but I don't like missing out on stuff. I feel like it's at this point, if you're not on TikTok, there's a lot you're missing out on. I've deleted it for months because it's stressing me out too much. I remember during the 2020 election, I was like, I can't freaking do this now. I can't do this. You don't really miss much, but I, I kind of like being in the know. I remember when it was announced that the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, I was oh. that day. So I was like, I want to like go through TikTok, just laugh about something else, get off my mind. But, you know, most of my content was dealing with Roe versus Wade. You know, there was some kind of that, like, dark humor jokes, but it was kind of taxing that day. Yeah. I should have just deleted it that day. <laughs> I re- oh, I remember that entire week. It was a cesspool because the thing is, it's like, you go on there and I like hearing serious takes. I like hearing, you know, stuff. I get a lot of leftist ideology and like stuff on my TikTok. So it's like they kind of talk about like reasons why this happens, talking about like the church and their influence on like getting Rovers Sweet overturned. And then when I see stuff like that, where it's like very serious, and then I see jokes about Rovers Sweet being overturned, you know, I, I like to cope with humor sometimes, but it really put into perspective. I'm just like, we're really joking about the end of rights for an entire group of people. And, you know, there is stuff funny about it, but it's, like, whenever I saw, like, guys laugh about it, too, it's just, like, which, obviously, I'm a guy, too. Whenever I see, like, other, like, men, like, laugh about stuff like that, I'm just, like, not too fucking much, y'all. Like, (laughs) it's just, like, a weird contrast where, like, you see the worst thing happen, and then you see a joke about the worst thing happening, and you're, like, do I have to be concerned about this now, or do I just laugh about this? Okay, I think 
those were all the questions I had for you, but like, was, was there anything you wanted to add? I don't know. Anything we say to our listeners ask me. You know, it's like TikTok's like in the zeitgeist right now. So it's like, it's so, you know, it's, we can't stop thinking about it. We think it's very like, it has, it does have impact, but sometimes I see a lot of people say like, this is the worst thing ever. It's awful. It's run ruining our attention spans and it's like well first of all like they don't, that science is not really clear right now um about like the whole attention span thing i mean there is studies being done on it there is studies about how social media is you know awful for your brain but the thing is it's like what did they had what instagram was like new for like all the people all the millennials that were in college you know um myspace was probably a thing for like the people older than millennials or like millennials uh you, you know it's like we have different stuff that gets popular and there's negatives to it but there is a lot of positives and it's just like you know just have fun just be just be stupid like <laughs> like just have fun well that is all for this episode thank you so much for listening if you like what you heard be sure to follow and leave a review wherever you're listening and follow at jen overwhelmed pod on tiktok for some more content if you enjoyed Adam and I's discussion of music, check out the music magazine we work at. You can follow it at AfterglowATX on Instagram and TikTok. Can't wait to talk with y'all during the next episode.